0: the no spin dash zone i'm steven and i'm joined by isaiah and charlie here
1: hello hi today
0: we're going to be talking about sonic rivals 2
1: the second and last of the series i
0: i was really i had high hopes for this game and it honestly met some of my expectations but in in other ways it did so much worse
1: it met my expectations of having some more characters to play as that I kind of liked more than what I got. Well, that's not technically true, because I like Shadow and Knuckles, but for some reason, having Rouge in there just makes things better. And even Espio. Usually I'm not that fond of Espio, but here we are.
2: How many characters are there? There's Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Rouge.
0: It's just eight, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a a double.
2: Shadow, Metal Sonic,
0: and then... Well, no, wasn't Metal Sonic in the original? Apparently.
1: He's like an unlockable character, right?
0: Okay, yeah. Then there's only actually three more characters, but you just start with metal unlocked. Okay. Unless there's another unlockable character in this game, but I I have not the will to find out.
2: So this game has a story mode where the story really doesn't matter. Like, I, it didn't matter in the last one, but... It's got a visual
0: novel going on in the background.
2: Yeah, but it's like, here's 30 seconds of a visual novel where people are going to see each other and like just shout and then start racing.
0: It's a fighting game.
2: There's a lot of, like, what are you doing here? I'm not going to explain, but I'm going to move very quickly. Oh, I'm going to chase you. And then it's a race. It's not even always that. Oh,
1: it's a race. Oh, it's a race. It's not
0: even always that. Sometimes it's literally just like, hey, get back here, Eggman. And Knuckles is like, I'm after Eggman, too. And then you run. Yeah. But it's effectively, like, pretty similar to a problem that a lot of fighting games have, where if there's a story and it's not just, like, a movie that you watch... (laughs) then what you get is these interactions between people just misunderstanding each other or not asking questions and they punch the hell out of each other and then they stand up and they're like all right so what are you doing here
2: (laughs) pretty much and like the the story doves have sections where it's like all right beat the stage in a certain amount of time or like collect a certain amount of rings and actually find like i don't know how i feel about those objectives being different but they're much easier than actually racing,
0: right? Yeah, I found the fact that they were easier a lot more refreshing because yeah, I kind of enjoyed accomplishing things in this game, but l- the races are not optimal. Yeah.
2: I feel like they made the game much harder than the last game.
0: I felt the same way, but I think that it might also just be that
1: I wasn't trying as hard. I don't know. <laughs> Everything just feels just as tedious to me. Yeah.
2: So I started trying to play as Knuckles immediately, right? And I couldn't get through the stage a bunch of different times. And there's never been a point in the first game where I didn't win by at least a quarter of a second. Like, sometimes I barely won in the first game, but I've never actually lost.
0: Yeah, because all the levels are about the same difficulty.
2: Yeah, and in the second game, like, there was just an immediate... I just couldn't do it. And eventually I quit and started playing as Sonic, and I got through it, and I think the difficulty changes depending on what character you've chosen. Like, the difficulty for your the your opponent's AI changes.
0: Yeah, because uh, it's the same areas that you're running through. I mean, maybe in a different order, but it's the same area. Yeah,
2: I think it's even the same order. Oh, that's dumb. dumb. I hate that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I know for sure every character I played as the first stage was the same.
0: But it probably is.
2: And I know this because I stopped trying to play as new characters because I was sick of that song. I
0: would turn the music off. Yeah. Just, I just listened to music that I like. Which is kind of what I usually do for racing games. Especially ones where the soundtrack is not as carefully picked.
2: There are four stories in this game where each story follows two characters. But then when you pick a story you pick a character in that story and you play their story so it's actually eight stories it's just that four of them are connected to the other four but then also every other stage you play as the character
0: the part the partner character
2: yeah instead of the character that you chose to play as which doesn't make any sense to me
0: yeah also the other i feel like the only major gameplay change here other than level design which we'll get to later is that instead of having the super unique power-ups be, like, item drops, it's just a meter that fills up based on collecting rings. And I think dealing damage to enemies, but I'm not, I, I can't tell for sure.
1: I do like that system more than the old one. I do like yeah. that
0: system more. I think the power-ups are
1: worse. they not the power-ups, but, like, the things you get, they're, they're not as aggressive, and... Right, if you try hard enough, you can easily outrun... The power-ups that like that target you basically yeah. right
0: well and then also like i only ever played as sonic and tails because I, I i tried real hard to beat someone's story so i could try a cup but i just couldn't get through it like it was too much of a slog so i only ever played as sonic and tails because i didn't want to spend any time with any other character because it would be like a waste yeah and sonic's special power is that he just runs faster but it feels like it's one little boost and then the whole rest of the move doesn't actually do anything, and if you end up squandering that, it feels terrible. And yeah. this game doesn't have a lot of like long stretches of nothing, so it's really hard to actually use it effectively. And then Tails is flying, but he doesn't fly very fast, so it's just moving slowly, but you can go up and down if you want. And I'm sure that would be exploitable if I could memorize the levels, but I didn't feel like doing that, so.
1: Yeah. Roosh has homing bats, which she always likes having those. They're not the balloon ones from battle, but it's still kind of. Are they
0: just real, photorealistic bats
1: that are like fuzzy? No, they're way? like they're like they're like robots, or something. Oh, robats. Yep, there you go.
2: Uh, Tails' ability is really only situationally useful, and you have to know it's going to be useful ahead of time.
0: Yeah, for sure. You have to be kind of clairvoyant about it.
2: Which I feel like I'm not necessarily against. Mm. But. I am in this case.
0: If they Well, no, if they made it more rewarding, like if there were things that you can only get with Tails because he can fly, yeah. or maybe there are other characters who have verticality incorporated into their abilities and they get different routes or something, the way that it happens in Sonic Riders, yeah. where it's like laid out for you what your unique abilities let you do, but here it's just Tails can fly and it doesn't seem like any of the levels are particularly well designed for it because I think he's the only character that can fly. Yeah. So it's like he gets to jump really high and slowly. It very
2: rarely has any benefit, but sometimes you can skip like a couple seconds of a
0: stage. Right. And the things that you're skipping are just things that are tedious to do with other characters. So I don't feel like it was designed with Tails in mind. Because the way it works in Riders is that the level on its own is fun to do. And then the things that you can do with your unique character are difficult and kind of separate from the the main area and it's not like they get, they take you places that much faster it's a little faster but it's more that you get to avoid the pack which is really cool whereas with Tails you're flying in the air so you can still get hit by projectiles and stuff yeah so you can just get knocked out of the air if you're not you know if your opponent decides to do that and it also seems like they just randomly pick when they get power-ups I don't know it's weird
2: yeah But I do like the idea of using, like, every time you collect rings, you get a power-up. I think it gives an advantage to the person in first because they have the first opportunity to collect rings. Right. And I feel like, because the first game was pretty solid at having, like, the person in first and the person in second have different experiences. Their power-ups work slightly different, usually in a way that gives the person behind a slight advantage to help them catch up.
0: Right, like we mentioned, the game felt like it was meant to not be a good racing game, but like a high-tension game. Yeah. Where no matter what's going on, you always feel like there's a fight happening.
2: And I feel like the gap between players in this game is is too great, and I think a part of that is, the person in first has an advantage that the person in second, just doesn't have a counter for which is that they can collect rings first. However useful your player-specific power might be or might not be, that's still, like, there's no person in second version of that like there is for the person in second has different powers than the person in first. Right. uh, When getting a random item.
0: And also the random items feel fewer and far between, in my experience with this game. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: There are some items that, like, they're just high enough above the ground that I thought I would walk into them, but it turned out I had to jump
0: slightly. Like rings in a Game Gear game?
2: Yeah, and I was like, well, I guess like that's another quarter of the level that I'm not getting a power-up for.
0: Okay. So on our docket, maybe it cut this it cut out if you feel like it. If not, mm-hmm. you don't have to. But on our docket, we have up next me talking about the card unlocks, but I think that actually having Charlie talk about the stages and stuff now flows more naturally.
1: Yeah. So... Stages and bosses, the stages are, you know, the usual up-down routes. Sometimes you have to do some precision jumping to get, like, a faster route.
0: Right. And it's not just with the weird little stump things that they had in the previous game where you could choose to go up or to the right, you have to actually really precisely jump to something.
1: Did they change something about those? Because something felt different, but, like, it had been so long since I played that I kind of forgot.
2: By the time the button prompt appears, it's already too late to hit the button.
1: Well, that was, like, the case last time, right?
2: Last time they, like, had the camera zoom out and it, like, slowed down and there was a bit where you could, like, be on it and hit the button. There was a pretty big window to hit the button. And in this game, you have to hit the button before you actually get onto the thing, basically. Like, the frame is much narrower.
1: I still hate those.
0: From what I could tell, I don't think the window was necessarily smaller, but the... The stumps themselves have these arrows in front of them, and once you're inside of that arrow range, that's when you do your input? I'm not super sure. It, it was tough for me to figure it out.
2: Yeah, Well, it it always felt like whenever I tried to time it perfectly, it was too late. But whenever I tried to just hit it earlier than I needed to, it was just
0: right. Yeah, I think that, I think that you're supposed to be in front of it, and there's basically like a three or four character widths worth of these background arrows that are like they're just like yellow what is that what is that shape called is it called like a chevron it's just like they, they don't have like a line through the middle but it's just like a bunch of greater than symbols in front of the little stump and once you get into those it's you haven't actually gotten on the stump yet but i think if you press the button within those arrows then once you hit the stump it will automatically put you where you need to be
2: okay yeah
0: but i think that that's less clear than the, like if they're going to have the button prompt at all, then the button prompt should appear as soon as you can hit the button.
2: Yeah, it felt like I had to predict rather than react. Which is, in the first game, I felt like I was reacting. And whenever I hit a button, whether it was the optimal route or not, I felt good that I was able to hit the thing on time. And this, it felt like the first time through a stage, I would miss pretty much every single one. And it was only the second time through that I could do
0: that yeah for sure but that's the that's just the stumps so what yep. else has changed yeah. about the level design
1: so I've basically forgotten the first game almost entirely <laughs> a lot of it will have like these interesting middle segments like the first level has the barrel where you're just in a, rolling in a barrel and you have to jump I don't know if there's anything similar to those weird gimmicky parts
0: yeah some of those gimmicks were in the first game
1: like the second the second level is the forest right
2: yeah yes that's the one where you're climbing on vines
1: yeah, it was like a vine where you had to time things just right so you would get to the next area or hit a spring that would take you to the next area. Uh, there's a lot of quick time events, like not even just the stumps. Like Sometimes you'll hit like those the panels like a Sonic Adventure, but you can just hit X or Circle. And they say X or Circle, they just say X and Circle, so you feel like you're supposed to hit the same time, but no. I guess it's just if you want to do some alternating mash techniques.
0: Yeah, that's what I did. I alternated.
1: Even though you have plenty of time before you hit the next panel to release have to worry about that. And then there's, like, walls where you definitely need to do X and circle alternatingly.
0: Yeah, it's like a Mario
1: Party minigame, almost. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. It was really weird.
2: What really frustrated me about that was the way the button prompts just feel inconsistent. Like, yeah. like you have the same button prompt for the panels as you do for, like, having to mash alternate Climb the Vines. Even though the inputs that you can give can be totally different, like just hit X a bunch of times on the panels, but if you're trying to climb the vines, you have to alternate or you won't make progress. And I think in general the prompts, the button prompts in this game are weird, because every, everybody's super, when you activated it, it would always tell you to mash the button, but it didn't feel like that ever did anything.
0: I mean, for Tails it definitely did, because Tails flying works the same way it does in a traditional Sonic game, where the faster you mash, the higher you go. But for Sonic, it was, you would hit the square button, and then he would boost forward really quick, and then it would tell you to keep mashing, and there would be a meter that went down, but it felt like you only ever got that one boost, and that would be a fine power. Like, it was completely useful, but it was just super confusing that it would tell you to mash. And I don't know how, like, rouges worked. Was rouges that they honed better if you mashed, or was it another thing where you just pressed a button and it happened?
1: (laughs) There's nothing else notable about the stages that I can think of. There was also a hang glider, which was annoying to do because once the hang glider crashes, you're just like, well, I guess I'm walking now. And there are pole jumping.
2: The hang glider was really close to being fun.
1: Yeah, and then you like, there's like this one bottleneck that you have to get through and you can't remember where it is, and then you always. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're too high before you get there, and there's no rings to guide you to the, the area where you need to be.
1: Yeah. But I can't. Like I said, I can't remember the bosses. But I think the bosses are more interesting now.
0: I'd, I'd say interesting is a fine word. I think the bosses are absolutely goddamn horrible.
2: I, I agree completely with that. Like they're more interesting, but definitely not more fun.
1: Like the third boss, or what was it? The first boss. Oh. Well, which 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 one's the chase? The first one's the chase, right? Yeah. Where it's like a Sonic Advance two boss. Yeah. is Kind of interesting, but you also have another person.
0: I, I think that one is fine, but as they go on, they just get worse and worse. Did you ever get to like the, the boss that was a fight with a train?
1: I never got past the third level.
0: Okay, so there's I a mean, boss that... Sorry, do you have something to finish?
1: No, I was just going to say the second boss was also kind of black, because you have to hit a robot in order to damage Robotnik at the bottom, but also your enemy can do that. And also sometimes the robot will just be electrified, and you can't really tell with that crappy resolution. Right.
2: I just realized electrified was why I was taking damage. I never even saw it.
1: <laughs>
2: I oh, was yeah. like, why is sometimes I hit it and it hurts me?
0: That's the kind of stuff we're dealing with when it comes to the bosses. There's also this boss that was a train. And the way it worked was that you were on this sort of donut-shaped level design, but it was cut in half. So, you know, there's like a cave on one end and another cave on the other. And you could go past that barrier and then a train would come out of one cave and then go towards the other and the front car of that train was Eggman but you couldn't just jump on it because you don't jump high enough to get over its hitbox basically so you have to hop to these platforms that are above the train and then there are these bats that are hanging in gaps between the platforms basically and if you hit those bats they kind of turn into these falling projectiles that will hit Eggman but you have... I think in that case it's Silver if you're in Sonic story, is also there fighting you. So he'll try and hit you, or he'll hit the bats, and sometimes he'll hit the bats not when they're going to hit Eggman, so he won't be, like, stealing a point from you, but he'll just hit them, and then they don't respawn in time for you to get the hit. So he just makes it take longer. And then on top of all of that, the idea of hitting the boss with the bat is not something that's, like, normal in a Sonic game, so you won't yeah. think about it right away. So you'll just spend a lot of time trying to figure out what the hell is going on until Silver hits the boss for you.
2: The only thing that I really like about that boss conceptually is that you can sabotage your opponent in a more interesting way than just hitting them directly, but I'm just imagining a world wherein you fight that boss against another player, and the boss just never dies because sabotage is not... You can't counter it in any way.
0: Well, not only that, but also you, there's no point in sabotaging Silver because him losing doesn't matter. You winning does,
1: you know? Yeah. So it's not encouraging to mess with Silver because you don't get anything from hurting him. That's true. You might get a card or something. There's always like really weird win conditions for cards, which I don't think was in the last game. I feel like it was just random last time. Yeah, I was going to get to that later after we finish this part.
2: There's one other thing that is kind of a boss that we haven't talked about, which is the character battles.
1: Oh, yeah. Those exist. And it depends on what character you choose, right? Because I have gotten different ones.
0: Yeah, they each fight different people, I think. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, they fight. They fight. Di- they fight different people. And because after the first act you do a fight, and after the second act you do a boss. Like, there's one where you have to damage your foot. Where it's basically just a, a best three out of whatever, yeah. three out of five yeah. to knock them out. And there's a lap race. And I feel like there was a third one that I could not remember.
0: There's
2: one where you hit somebody and then they have the bomb and uh, they have an amount God. of time that ticks down from like, I want to say it's 30 seconds. Uh, and if, and if they hit you, then your timer ticks down and whichever yeah. timer goes down first loses
1: it's dumb. Honestly, I like the lap race because it gives you an opportunity to master a section of course. And honestly, I kind of wish that the whole game was like that.
0: Yes. I think that the courses in this game feel longer. I don't know if they actually are, but I feel like they feel much longer than the first game. And I didn't even like the first game's length, so this is just crazy. It feels like sometimes <laughs> rounds will take five minutes, and then you lose right at the end, and you just have to start over, so you'll be burning like 15 minutes just trying to learn a level. It's It's insane.
2: It's weird, too, because I feel like the level design's just, in general, worse.
0: Yeah, like Charlie said, they added a lot more of these little quick-time events. And before, the previous game had, you know, the quick-time events that was hit the button when you get to the stump. But that was in every level, and it kind of made sense, and it doesn't slow you down too much. But here you have, like, jump on the panels, which kind of feels just like filler. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't yeah. feel super fun to me. And it looks kind of cool, but it's not, like, super well done. And then they've got the wall-climbing segment, where you just mash x and o and that feels absolutely terrible because it moves super slow you're not getting anything from it it's just like rub sandpaper across your face for 30 seconds before you get to the next level or the next part of the level
2: yeah i also feel like they play with the camera less in this game than in the first game
0: yeah the only fun camera thing i can think of is the panels where it zooms in and out based on whether or not you're in the foreground or the background
2: yeah. Like, in the first game, it's not just, like, set-piece stuff where you go on a loop-de-loop and the, the camera, like, pulls back and, like, does a low angle, or high angle, whichever one is pointing upward, to, to make it feel cool and, like, fireworks go off. That I'm pretty sure that happens in the first game. Uh, but the first game also does stuff where, like, during certain sections, the camera will zoom farther out because you need to see more. And I never felt like the second game did that especially when it needed to
0: right it it feels like you sometimes just aren't allowed to see what's up next and stuff like that yeah and also the bosses just feel too zoomed in like every single boss felt a little too zoomed in to me except for maybe the bull fight one but honestly that fight is complete garbage so there's not like, like you can't fix it with a camera mm-hmm. yeah
2: I also think the first game did more with 3D as well uh
0: a little bit I, I think it mostly just did more of the donut fights where there's all yeah. in the middle
2: and, and maybe I just noticed
0: it more. I think that game, yeah. in general, it was easier to enjoy the levels because you were moving through them quicker.
2: Yeah. It, like, felt good to me. I mean, it, it feels good to move in both games, I think.
0: You're just not allowed to in this one. Yeah. I think with that, we're ready to move on to the second part of the episode.
1: Yes. Oh, snap. <laughs>
0: Alright, so the last thing that we have to talk about before we wrap things up is the sort of revamped card system. In the previous game, when you kind of accomplished anything, you would just get cards at random, and you can get duplicates. So, effectively, the best way to unlock certain things in the game was just to go into the one free play mode and just keep running that area over and over again. Grind it up. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. But in this case, you get cards for basically achievements. Mm-hmm. It's it's similar to, you know, an achievement system from today's games. Or one of the fastest things that comes to mind for me is Brawl had achievements where essentially you would unlock trophies and different songs and things like that. Right. Kirby's Air Ride had a similar system where you would unlock different characters or different songs or various other things on this sort of checkerboard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, is there, like, a cheat? But you get multiple ones. Like, why even get multiples?
0: Yeah, I don't know what the duplicates allow for because it tracks them. I guess maybe if you want, like, if you really want to 101% complete this game, you could go and get three copies of every achievement.
1: Well, unless you wanted to trade with someone who was just too bad at the game to just get the cards or whatever, you know?
0: Is there a trading system?
1: Wasn't there one in the last one?
0: Yeah, but in the last one it was random, so I don't know if there would be a trading system in this one because you could just have your friend beat the same level three times and then hand out cards, right? I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I like the system better theoretically because I much prefer this sort of directed play experience and it makes you encouraged to play other elements of the game and to try and explore different mechanics and stuff like that. But unfortunately, this game is just less fun to play. Yeah. So the cards system being better isn't encouraging enough to me. I do, however, like the that's on all the cards. Oh, yeah. I, for- I completely forgot what I was going to say.
2: I was like, and it's, I I know the first it was going to be, and it's weird because, and I don't know why it's weird. Charlie, why do you think it's weird?
1: I just don't care enough about it to really give it the time of day anymore.
2: The first game had some cards that were achievement based in that you went into missions, right?
0: Well, no, I think the only cards that were achievement based were the cup unlocks. Because you would go to the free play or whatever, and you would do the tasks, but every task just got you one card. Yeah. But I think it pulled from the entire pool of cards. So you could just go into one That's level you're good at and do the same five tasks over and over again and basically like open a pack of cards for free.
2: I definitely like this system a lot more, but I would like it more if it were attached to the first game.
0: <laughs> yeah, more or less. I also think that it's cool. It it's got certain things like one of the cards that you can get, or one of it's they're kinda like in sets, so you have to get you know 50 rings in one run 100 rings in one run 200 rings in one run and that gets you different cards from this sort of set of similar achievements and it's got a bunch of different things like one of them is use power-ups so it encourages you to find where power-ups are in the level and another one is hit your opponent multiple times so it encourages you to learn how interacting with the opponent actually works and then different levels make it easier to get different achievements so playing through the whole game is also more engaging yeah but the game unfortunately doesn't play well so
2: you unlocked an ult- uh, you unlocked a costume for one of the characters. Was it yeah. good at all?
0: Uh, it's Sonic's race suit was what I unlocked, yeah. and it was a completely new texture. I don't think the model was changed at all, but it wasn't just a palette swap. Yeah, it, it was Sonic wearing. I think it's actually pretty close to the one that you can get in Sonic Adventure Two. Ooh when you unlock the multiplayer costumes, but I'm not sure I haven't I haven't looked at that in a while. See,
2: and I feel like the the costumes in this game are a lot less annoying to unlock because it's not literally random chance.
0: Yeah, for sure, and that's what's cool about it. You can kind of shoot for a goal, especially if you wanted to look it up online, you could find out what you're specifically supposed to do, and that would make it fun.
2: Yeah, and and what I especially like is that those cards that unlock the costume uh, have specific objectives that necessarily involve just playing as that character a ton and you'll kind of passively unlock it just by doing that and so it's sort of like oh well you've enjoyed playing as this character for so long here's another here's just a costume for that
0: character you know right
2: like i like everything about the current card system
0: yeah i think it's a vast improvement of the previous one
2: at the very least it it makes sense and it's not it doesn't feel random and completely like arbitrary like the first system felt yeah, And I think I think we might have fewer modes in this game because there's no reason to, like... There, there's nothing that's like, this is the mode to get you cards, like there was in the last game.
0: Yeah. There's not, like, a farming area, more or less. Yeah. They kind of baked in the concept of, if, if you want to do it through grinding, you can, because there are these small areas where it's incredibly efficient to get rings or to hit the opponent, stuff like that. Like, there's one level where playing it normally, you're just going to end up getting 300 rings. Yeah. There's a specific boss fight where he just shoots rings out and it's kind of cool to get there and then grab all the achievements. Also, there's another thing that's attached to the card system, which is chow detectors? And I have no idea how that's supposed to work, but what it seems to be is that you can get... certain cards will unlock a chow detector for a certain zone or act, I'm not sure which, oh and my then you God. can...
1: I literally forgot there were chow in the game that you were supposed <laughs> to search for. Because you don't see them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to look for one in Zone 1, and I couldn't find it at all. And I don't know how that system works, but it seemed like it would be interesting if I had the will to explore it further. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the will to explore and also still be racing. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. I just want Sonic Advance, but I guess that's why we have Sonic Rush.
0: Right. No, this game, make no mistake, is not a good replacement for a handheld Sonic game. Yeah. It's like a weird novelty, at best.
1: (sighs) I just... What's even the point of having a PSP? I mean, I guess Crisis Core.
0: Monster Hunter.
1: But I could play that on the 3DS. Yeah, yeah but you can't
0: play Freed Me Night on the 3DS.
1: Neither can I play Crisis Core.
0: On the 3DS, no. Yeah. There's also the original Dissidia.
1: Oh, uh, you're right, Dissidia.
0: And then there's the remake of Final Fantasy IV. Uh, after Years, I think is what it's called.
1: Oh, that was, that was on PSP? I mean, I guess it had to be on something.
0: I thought that was I'm on the sure it was. DS too, but I might be thinking of something else.
1: No, they made like an entire remake of the, of the 4 on the DS.
2: Oh, right? that's what it is. Yeah, yeah they, they did remakes remake,
0: of like the first couple of Final Fantasy games. That remake might. I don't know. I think there's another place where you can play After Years, but I could be wrong. Mm, no, but anyway, there's reasons right. out of PSP. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Sonic Rivals 2. Thumbs way down. Thumbs so far down. It's weird. It's mediocre. It's it's not, It's not. nothing. It, it reminds me a lot of the Game Gear Sonic games, except that there's not... You don't get to stop. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I can't... Do you guys think it's worse than the first game? Yeah.
0: Gameplay-wise. Yeah. I think that mechanically, I think that the, the plot seems better. I think that the... The card system is vastly improved. I think all the sort of inner workings of the game are better. But when it comes down to just starting to run a race, the levels just suck, and the goals kind of suck. Like, the things you're asked to do in the game suck when you fight bosses and when you do the character fights. It's it's just terrible. It's a slog to get through. Yeah, I think I agree. I'd genuinely rather play a Sonic-themed clicker that had all these mechanics.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, no, you're co- you're completely right. Like, the systems around the core gameplay are good that's wild
0: like imagine it's a clicker and it's just sonic running and the more you click the faster he runs and then when you get the whatever the equivalent of these cards would be you can put him in a racing outfit or you can get different characters way better game
2: i made that for my uh mobile games final project actually minus the (laughs) costumes (laughs) charlie is there anything
0: you'd like to say about this game
1: i don't like it and i don't, I don't know if I'd rather play this one or the first Rivals, but I'll play Crisis Core, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better called than either of these games.
2: So it's a thumbs down from all three of us.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it might be the worst game we've played this season. Ooh, Let's take a look at the list.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Charlie, while he's doing that, you know the... Um, one of the one of the bonus stages from Sonic Three, I think it's Sonic Three. I can't remember which, which bonus stage song it is, but there's one where the melody just kinda sounds like it's cats singing. In what game? In Sonic Three.
1: Uh Cats singing In a bonus
2: sure it, stage? It's the
0: You know that one? I don't think that sounds like cats singing in unless my... you yourself make the nya sound and that's just the Japanese cat sound, which I don't think is accurate.
2: In my brain, it's cats singing, and it makes the song a hundred
0: times more enjoyable. And I just needed to express that.
1: I think that's the, the the slot machine one.
0: You do with video games what I do in real life. <laughs> Excuse which is me? to say that you take things that, that just aren't true and believe that they are true to have more fun. <laughs> You gotta make your own fun. So, I think the contenders for worst game of this generation...
1: So far.
0: Well, yeah, so far. In the modern era, (laughs) we're gonna call it that, are Sonic 06. We played that game. Yeah, we did. Sonic and the Secret Rings, and arguably rivals. Honestly,
2: I think this is the worst of the four.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that Secret Rings is nice enough to watch that it beats this game out. Yeah. And then Sonic 06 is way more interesting than anything this game has to offer. Yeah. I think Sonic 06
2: feels like a train wreck, but like, train wrecks are like interesting to watch. Like, mm. I don't know.
0: I don't think Sonic 06 is interesting because it's bad. I will say that. I okay. think that the other game is interesting because it is genuinely interesting and it is also bad.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that, but I also think it's interesting because it's bad? Like, it's interesting
0: for two reasons, in my opinion? I think it is interesting, perhaps, in two different ways, but I would never say that it's (laughs) enjoyable for the fact that it's bad. I think it is genuinely enjoyable because of some of the things that it presents.
2: Oh, no, I don't think it's enjoyable because it's bad, but I think it's worth
0: experiencing. No, I don't even get that. I don't even think that's true. Maybe (laughs) if you mean, like, voyeuristically, like watching someone else hurt through it.
2: Yeah, I guess so. But, like, I feel like... Sonic Rivals 2 is bad in a way that's not really interesting.
0: Exactly. But it's also not interesting for other reasons.
2: I don't even really want to say
0: bad, but it, it's not enjoyable to, at the very least, the three of us. Sonic Rivals 2 is definitely bad. <laughs> the first Sonic Rivals is a passable 2D Sonic game, but we've had too many of those for me personally to be okay with it. Yeah. This one is unforgivable. It's got, it's got button-mashing quick-time events to climb a wall who wants to climb a wall in a sonic game <laughs> knuckles no dude not even not even <laughs> climbing walls is not the coolest part of knuckles getting to the top of the wall right?
2: dude if you're playing as knuckles you should just not have to mash you should just get a like a a, a buff on that like it happens automatically how do we know that doesn't happen <laughs> none of us got to that level for knuckles right? <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Stop. First of all, that is not where you start. Okay. Where do I start? If you're going to close out the episode, you have to start with the email.
2: Okay. You can email us at zone at gmail.com. Also, I
0: would suggest not saying at twice. I think it, you're right. I think it hurts. I think you can, the way I've done it is you can send your emails too. That's good.
2: Yeah. Uh, you can send your emails to... Hold on. Let me start, let me start over. <laughs> you can send... You can send your emails to nospindashzone at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at zone. That is right, right? It's not like dash zone.
0: Yeah, you can find Charlie on Twitter at drawscharlie where he draws something every day and sometimes posts it. He also retweets other <laughs> art. Sometimes posts So you're it. guaranteed to have a good time. <laughs>
1: I have not been doing it because I keep wanting to do it in the afternoon, and I work in the afternoon, so I just never upload it now. Oh no! I might just be posting the best, the of best of recent stuff instead of trying to cram every piece of crap in. But <laughs> you know, the end of the year's you no—the know, end of the year might be gone by the time. No, this no, this is coming up pretty soon actually. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I'll have a year-end review, Ooh. like on the thirty-first or the first of January. But I always like doing that. And then after that, there's no daily drawings because I cannot take that anymore and I want to do some other things that are not stupid sketches. All right. Sorry, that was a rant.
0: It's okay. <laughs> so, Charlie, you have to say what Isaiah's Twitter is now because we're doing yes. everything out of order.
1: Ah, uh, yes, you can. I mean, God, I, this is like the third time I've plugged Isaiah's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you kill it every time. <laughs> you can follow Isaiah at Isaiah Games, that is I S I A H Games, where he talks about things. That's, like, game that's pretty
2: much stuff, what it is right now. I just talk about game stuff.
1: And do you want to talk about your other Twitter or? Nah. Yeah,
0: let's just keep plugging Isaiah's other Twitter against his will. You can plug my Twitter.
1: I don't even know what it's called. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of. <laughs> it's
0: Isaiah Plays Games.
1: That's I S I A H Plays Games. <laughs> yeah. You
0: can see you can see him playing Sword and Shield.
2: Oh man. It's, it's my favorite it's my favorite thing to just have and like not try to promote in any way and just see what happens.
0: <laughs> it's it's maybe my favorite part of your current Twitter presence potentially. <laughs> That's great. I like seeing because I don't actively use Twitter anymore, but uh, you post to it so infrequently that usually I'll come there and there'll be one new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, you've probably been using it more now though since Sword and Shield came out, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, think that about.
2: No, hold on. Somebody needs to wrap the Patreon.
0: That's first of all, that is your job, and you're supposed to do it before any of the Twitter stuff. I know, but we've been doing everything out of order. I I can no, still do haven't. it. No, we have We've been doing everything in order, just different people have been doing it.
2: You can support our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/nsdz.
0: Uh there's a certain quick tier. question, yeah. Quick request rather. Can you say also and then say the thing also? <laughs> or just give me a clip of you saying the
2: word also. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com/nsdz. Uh for the $5 tier I think, uh you will get
0: <laughs> do you want to take a minute? <laughs> Maybe you should
2: like look at the Patreon
0: yeah, there's no reason
2: not to. This is my favorite plug session so far, I gotta say. kitchen.com slash nsdz. Oh, it's... it's uh, yes, I am 18 or older.
0: <laughs> you can also just... You can start from the part where you say, yeah. for this much money, you can get these things. Uh, for the $5 tier, uh, you get
2: access to our exclusive podcast about the Sonic Archie comics. And uh, for all tiers, you get everything a week early. And then uh, for $10... Sorry, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if this whole segment was completely unedited.
0: <laughs> Including the part where I ask you to get a sample of you saying the word also. <laughs> yes. Okay, well I, mean, I can a- do
2: that for you. It's it's up to the editor to decide how to edit this, and I'm definitely not making it easy, so
0: To say in short terms what you get on the Patreon. Yeah. Anyone anyone on the Patreon at any level gets access to the discord yeah and access to episodes a week early mm-hmm. at the five dollar tier you get access to the archie comics show which is the sonic archie comics where we discuss two issues every other week and then for the the ten dollars yeah ten dollars for the ten dollar tier you get access to episodes two weeks early and a special title on the discord yeah as well as the pre-show for every single episode after we start doing the pre-shows Yeah. Which I can't remember the first episode that we started pre-shows on, but I believe there's about a dozen now. Yeah. And the pre-shows are a segment before the actual show where we just talk about various things. Sometimes there's a prompt. Sometimes we just have a full-on discussion and ignore the prompt altogether. (laughs) That's extremely true. But yeah, we usually get off topic. It's a fun time. There's a lot of goofery. It's less heavily edited. It's a great time. On next, next time's (laughs) (laughs) episode. Next time on the No Spin Dash Zone, we'll be covering Sonic Riders Zero Gravity, the hit sequel to the hit racing game, Sonic Riders. Oh, man. What consoles do you guys plan on playing it on? Because I've got the the Wii one, I believe.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing the Wii version, unless I'm something comes it. up.
1: I'll be playing it on PS2, even though it does not seem to want to save last time I tried it. So,
0: Oh, that's I fun. actually I bought it from my local... Video game store, and I cannot remember now if I bought the PS2 version or the Wii version. And I assume they're pretty <laughs> different, at least in control schemes. Oh sure. yeah, but I'm sure it'll be a fun time for me personally. I hope you guys also enjoy it. Bye, bye, bye. Can I get some more enthusiasm on that? Bye, Charlie. Bye,
1: bye, 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 bye. The sun bye. is in your
0: hand. Bye <laughs> We'd like to thank the LAG Radio Network for hosting our show on platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and lots more. If you enjoyed our show, you can find the rest of what the LAG Radio Network has to offer by searching for the LAG Radio Network on any of these platforms.